2: with you until 6.30 this evening. The biggest story in D.C. sports, not just today, but every day, until we get a resolution as to what's going to be happening with Dan Snyder and a sale of the Commanders is exactly what's going on behind the scenes and how close are we to new ownership if that's going to be going down. And I think most of the tea leaves being read, almost everything you see and hear, reports, floated speculation from most outlets is, that Dan Snyder's preparing to sell this team. But every now and then you get kind of a dissenting take or report. Or cold water. And the New York Post has had some of those here recently, and Josh Kosman joins us on the BetQL guest hotline. Bet smarter to beat the books. Download the BetQL app. Visit BetQL.com to discuss just that. So, Josh, why don't we begin with kind of a summation of what your sources are telling you is going on in the quest for Snyder to sell the commanders,
3: sure. Thanks for having me. Um, so what we are hearing from from very close sources is that uh, Dan, the the two suitors who are still in the process. So that's Josh Harris and a mystery bidder um, who I'm not prepared to say because I'm not, I'm only seventy five percent sure who the mystery bidder is. But both suitors um, look like it's we're not done yet, but look like they uh, will not. Be able to make the six billion dollar minimum price the snyder has asked for behind the scenes uh, both of them are trying to get co-investors uh, they're both scrambling a bit there also is a feeling that the commanders are just not worth six billion dollars the Broncos sold for 4.65 billion a record number just four or five months ago um, and there's definitely a feeling that snyder is asking for too much the commanders generate about 150 million a year in cash flow and you've got to build a new state. Likely you'll have to build a new stadium with some private money. So um, the, the, the price seems high. And also for the two bidders involved, it, it's just a lot of money for either of them.
4: Yeah, so Josh, I wanted to ask about the the, the price tag. It, just a poorly drawn analogy here, but two houses in a really nice neighborhood, I guess this would be. Denver, everything is set up. It's got the pool and you know, all the working things in order. The one next door to it, uh, no hot water heater, needs roof replacement, uh, probably you know moisture in the basement, mold, water in the walls, a whole bunch of other things that need doing by any new prospective owner. There's just no way it's going for one and a half billion times more, give or take, or uh, one and a half billion more than the previous House that's in good working order. I, I've always been kind of stunned at that uh, that perceived price tag. Your thoughts?
3: Yeah, and I think that brings us to the, uh, to, to the crux of the matter, which we're not going to really know for another month or two, which is does Dan Snyder really want to sell? He put the team up for sale during a time that the Democrats were still in control of the House, um, that there was a lot of pressure on him to do something. Because of all the allegations against him. Um, but he did set a price tag that was quite high. Uh, There's certainly people, many people, who believe that he was very reluctant to sell. And perhaps he set a price so he wouldn't have to sell.
2: Our guest, New York Post, Josh Cosman with us on Grant and Danny. So you say we'll find out if he wants to sell really in the next month or two. What's interesting about that, and I'm sure you you track some of this just seeing it like we do, is that we have guests on who are covering this every couple of days, and many of them still think that he's going to sell within the next month or so. So there's a massive disconnect here between <laughs> what we're hearing from so many people and how you feel about this. I'm just curious to get your thought on that.
3: Sure. I, I, I'm, I don't want to comment about anyone else's reporting. My guess is, well, I know who I'm speaking to. So my feeling would be that others who are reporting on this are speaking to people close to Snyder and people close to the NFL. I'm more speaking to buy side sources um, and also sources that are in NFL circles. But I am not speaking, I guess this will give something away, but probably not shocking considering my reporting. I am not speaking to anybody in Snyder's current direct circle. Uh, People who cover the team uh, regularly probably are. Um, I'm not. So he might very well be giving the body language that he's still going to sell. I do think it's still to be determined, but I can tell you that in uh, buy side circles, and we're pretty close to this, it's more than one person. Um, believe that there is some growing evidence that he is not going to sell. Now, we don't really know until this auction is over. It is not over yet. Um, It will likely end in roughly three weeks. Uh, The NFL wants this resolved by the owners' meeting, which is at the end of next month, which, again, is only four or five weeks away. So I think we'll know soon enough. But the direction this seems to be heading in is no one's going to hit the $6 billion asking price. Now, of course, Snyder only bought the team for a little over $600 million. If he sells for $5 billion, that's still a heck of a lot of money if he really wants to sell. The speculation is he really doesn't.
2: So where is that speculation coming from? You say there's growing evidence that he's not going to sell. What is that evidence? Because he, he's selling one of his two homes here. He is in London more often than he's in America at this point. He wasn't going to games at the end of the year, so that's the evidence I've got that he's checking out. You know, and I'm not, i don't pretend to know more than you do, but I'm just asking: What is the evidence opposite that that is saying he's not selling?
3: Those are all good points. The other point, the other side would be um, his asking price is is through the roof. Um, so you would likely only be setting that asking price if you don't expect anyone to hit it so that's that's the speculation what you said also matters it is interesting he's selling his home um and you're right of course he did not attend the last few commanders games um but there there definitely is and i think this is kind of why consensus he's not anxious to sell the team he likes running the Commanders, um, and that um, he sort of needed some cover towards the second half of last year when things got really heated for him. Now, what I don't know, by the way, um, and I wish I did, is what's in the NFL Mary Jo White report, um, the NFL's own investigation into Snyder. If there are things in there, and again, I don't know, if it's more than he said, she said, and there is real strong evidence of um, sexual harassment, maybe sexual assault, Maybe it's worse than we know, or maybe as bad as the Washington Post has reported. Um, Then things might change because then the NFL might force him to leave. But I don't know what's in that report. Josh
4: Cosman with us here on Grant and Danny. So you you kind of led me to my question here, Josh. That's one of the things I've theorized is people stopped bothering him to a certain degree. It, once we thought the once Bank of America got hired and you know the the exp- explorations of part or whole of the sale, he wasn't getting the same you know kind of uh, uh, un- under the bunsen burner type treatment that he was previously. And I kind of theorized maybe that's what he wanted all along to kind of buy himself some time. There are deadlines. That he certainly has to meet in terms of paying back for the minority owners and 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 the debt that he incurred. But right now he's kind of free and clear. He doesn't have to go to league meetings and the like. I guess I would ask if we play that string out. Uh, something that I think you've commented before about the congressional hearings and kind of the cover he's gotten from that. What's the end game there? Is it to force the owners to force him out? Is it to keep the team ultimately? Is it to sell it later? Play that string out.
3: Again, we don't, you know, in in, in respect to you guys and and, and fellow reporters, I think a lot of this is very fluid. Um, I do think that's interesting that he's selling his house in the area um, and that he didn't show up to games the last few games. But there is also, I think, what, what you just laid out. There was a lot of pressure hiring Bank of America in a very public process, gave him cover. If the Mary Jo White report isn't that damning, and again, I don't know what's in there, but if it's not that damning, then perhaps if no one hints his price tag, he can ride this out. Um, you know, if he really wanted to sell this for $6 billion or more, despite the fact that he has a personal animosity towards Jeff Bezos, Bezos can pay him $6 billion or more. And right now, uh, Bezos is not in the uh, sale process.
2: Yeah, and that's something I wanted to ask you about, too, and we're talking to, this is the voice of Josh Cosman who's been covering the financial industry for 25 years, reporter for the New York Post and an author and renowned in this field and has great information, so we appreciate him giving us some insight here. Uh, you, you mentioned earlier a mystery bidder, and I know that you can't say who it is, but can, can we at least clarify it? That's not Bezos, right? Like he's not. That's not
3: Bezos. I'm happy and thanks for the compliment before. And and yes, uh, it's not Bezos.
2: Okay, so and the reason I asked that, and you know this already, but for our listeners, is the thought all along was that Bezos was going to get in on this thing, and that the number is going to skyrocket when he does, either by way of him just having to outbid everyone to win it, or driving the price up. He hasn't gotten in, and that's one of the reasons I would imagine that the number hasn't come up. Do we know if he's going to? I mean, can we say decidedly that he's not going to? Because that's another area of some conflicting reporting where I know you guys are saying maybe he won't. I think in the Post this weekend I saw the term used that they almost need him for a help Mary, whereas a lot of people are saying he's just laying in the weeds waiting and he's going to jump in here, the league thinks.
3: I I think it's unclear. Um, I'm certainly aware that in years past, uh, Bezos, who's wanted to own an NFL team, has really had his eyes set on two teams, uh, the Seahawks and the Commanders. Uh, so he he certainly has interest in the Commanders. Interestingly, he was not at the Super Bowl. He goes every year. Um, that And remember, Amazon broadcast Thursday night football, so beyond his personal interest and love of football, he's got a business reason to be there, and he wasn't there. So um, there is speculation that's because he's laying in the weeds, like you said, He doesn't want questions asked. And if you're laying in the weeds, you'd rather not be seen. And he's going to spring up in three or four weeks um, and and save this. Um, So there certainly is that possibility that either he makes a great bid at the end of the day, which is only three weeks away, or if the NFL forces Snyder to sell, that Bezos becomes the white knight. Um, So I think it's certainly possible. Um, whether it's likely or not, I think it's sort of a guess.
4: Uh, Josh, I've been also fascinated by the the number of people that have walked away. I mean, we went through a, a period where we would get one of these glowing stories of get to know, I think the name was Todd Bowley, get to know this guy is very serious. And then literally 24 hours later, he withdrew interest. I think you've mentioned John Henry is somebody that may have been involved. Is that simply because they're looking at the asset and going, and eh, not so much, or do you think maybe it's because... They're not sure, as you're talking about, Dan Snyder really is going through with the sale.
3: I, I think it's both of those, and I think it's a fear that Bezos is going to show up at the last minute and outbid me, and I don't want to waste my time and mm-hmm. spend money. So I think it's exactly what you said, plus, that, plus that, that, the, the Bezos uncertainty.
2: Can you tell us about Josh Harris? I mean, He seems to be, as of right now, the favorite in that he's the one name we actually know. He was touring the facility mm-hmm. recently. I know he owns the, the Devils and the Sixers, but I really don't know anything else about him.
3: He's a private equity bazillionaire. Um, he co-founded Apollo Global. Um, most of your listeners may not know what Apollo is, but Apollo owns... A, a ton of companies. I'm just trying to take off the top of my head to name a few, but they're, they're companies that, that many of us would have heard of. Um, they own linens and things that liquidated. Um, they've also had companies that have done better uh, than that. Uh, but they're a giant private equity firm. Uh, they buy and sell companies. Uh, they also run annuities. Um, and he co-headed it with a guy named Leon Black, Uh, He and Leon feuded in the last few years. Um, Leon was connected to Jeffrey Epstein. Leon kind of forced Josh out. And Josh is now focused very much after making a fortune from Apollo on his sports teams. Um, And um, you can argue he's been a mediocre sports team owner. Um, He certainly made a lot of money from the Sixers, but the Sixers have not gotten to an Eastern Conference final uh, Crystal Palace in England, the soccer team that he owns, has not done particularly well. Um, you could argue that the Devils in hockey weren't doing well, but that was until this year. They're they're having a great season now. So so I think he's been an okay owner. He's known as a very strong personality, um, and he would certainly care about winning. Josh, non-Bezos division here. It sounds like cash is going to be a problem. I think cash is going to be a problem. I, I, do, I don't see either suitor getting to 6 billion knowing who I think the uh, the mystery suitor is i don't see either getting to 6 billion dollars uh the nfl only allows you to put a billion dollars of debt on your team and you need to have a 30% ownership stake so basically you need to come up with at least 1.5 billion in cash and even for most billionaires uh that's a lot of money and i think either of these guys can do it but um, i don't think they can come up with the other 3.5 billion uh so- that would be needed
2: uh, you, you you mentioned getting to six could be a problem. We originally heard that that first round of bidding, the offer was around six to six point three billion. So what gives there?
3: Those were not binding offers. You had to say that you in, you had an indication that you might be willing to pay six billion without making anything resembling a binding offer, um, so and that to, got you so into the next own- round. So I do think that they I do think that they, that, that that at least Josh said. Actually, I think both suitors said, "Yeah, we might be willing to pay six billion, but it it really doesn't mean much."
2: So that would be like if a house is for sale, I walk through it and then I say, "I'd probably give you a million for it," and then I find out actually it's just me and another person, and and maybe it's not worth that. Like, actually, maybe it's eight fifty. Is that what you're saying? Essentially, it was a loose. Suggestion. Very
3: loose. So if, let's say we use the house analogy. A house is for sale for one million. You, The owner or the realtor is there when you walk through. The realtor says, look, we're just not going to take less than a million. And you say, OK, um I, I have interest at a million dollars. I sign a piece of paper. Send me some more information.
2: Gotcha. Now, you mentioned earlier in the interview, one hundred fifty million a year in cash flow. That was the number you said, right?
3: Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: That's right now, I would imagine. The amount of uh, that's cash correct. flow possibility after Dan Snyder leaves skyrockets, right? Those of us that are here—you can
3: argue it. You can argue it both ways. Certainly, it's been a completely—I mean, I'm not offending either of you, and probably anybody in the DC area. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, sir. You're to ready say to it's say been com- <laughs> it has been a completely mismanaged team, and there is certainly upside. But but at so the same time, you do have you will likely need to build a new stadium, which I'm sure will be large, at least partially privately financed. So. So there are, there are two sides to that argument but um but but yes the 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 possibility to make the commanders an NFL top 10 grossing team again as it was years ago is is certainly there.
2: So and you kind of beat me to it that that's my point is 150 million now with Dan and fans checked out no one going to games and buying merchandise for a team name they don't like that number goes up substantially your point is they need to build a new facility in the stadium which I get but you get that money back, I would think. I mean, eventually, you're going yes, to host eventually, events. sure.
3: Super no, I mean, well, it's good. <laughs> hopefully, I guess. But but, uh, but, yes, the possibility is certainly there. They've been very poorly managed for uh, obviously a while.
2: One more money question then. You mentioned sure. what they would have to put up. And what did you say, Daniel, like cash could be an issue? Yeah, 30% cash. Could the NFL help them? And it might be no. I mean, I'm a dumb guy. I don't know. But, like, let's say they're short X amount of dollars and the league desperately wants Dan Snyder out. Could they give them some of the money that would be needed to be paid back later or no?
3: I would strongly suspect no. The NFL rules are 30%. It's not a dumb question. The NFL rules are 30%. Um, You'd have to have Goodell... um, You know, bend over backwards to break a rule or bend a rule, and I just don't see that happening with Dan Snyder, considering that Dan's not the most popular guy in the league.
4: Timeline-wise here, Josh, what's our next milestone where where we'll have a lot more clarity? I mean, obviously, the end game is an announcement of one way or the other, right? But kind of Mm -hmm. something you're looking for in terms of the timeline for the owners' meetings, or maybe before then, when we'll have a better
3: feel? We'll have to know before the owners' meetings, and that's late March. I believe it's March 26th. So it's not that far away. Well, we should be seeing some real signs in the next in the next few weeks. So the next thing to look for, which has not happened yet, as far as I know, is that Snyder either tells both suitors, "Okay, give me your best bid. Give me your best bid. Or he says, you know, uh, we're hearing it's not going to be six. um, Okay, if your best bid is five billion dollars, I'm sorry, you know, go home. So what we're really looking for, I guess, is the final bidding deadline, which has not been set yet. Uh, B of A, uh, Snyder's banker is delaying that or, yeah, I guess delaying is the right word, delaying that because he knows the suitors need time to line up co-investors. So the, the question will be, when is the final bid deadline? I guess that's the next big question. And then, of course, what the bids are. And I think all of that needs to play out in the next three weeks.
4: Josh, my last one for you, you know, again, non-Bezos division here. If we're down to two, <laughs> is there right. a chance that any, any other group maybe emerges and says, wait a minute, we could probably do this. We we, we got stronger, you know, maybe, maybe cash up front, or we got a stronger finance team or something like that. We could swoop in here and do this. A- have you heard anything about a buzz about a group that's not among these two finalists?
3: Uh, I have not, but it is possible. I mean, just as they're waiting for Bezos, there is a possibility that we could see a third party. I mean, I, I think it's getting increasingly unlikely. Um, also, at a six billion dollar asking price, um, you, you, you need somebody who's worth twenty to thirty billion, probably. Um, the, the, there are those people out there, but uh, it's a, it's a relatively small group. So, I, I think that. Somebody, a mystery party like that would have shown up, but it's possible. I don't think it's impossible.
2: All right, so then we'll end it here. This will be my last question. We'll get a prediction because you, you, you're a reporter. You've been doing reporting and talking about what you know. Now the less comfortable part of the speculation, so to speak, do you think Dan Snyder sells the Commanders this offseason?
3: I think it comes down to what's in the Mary Jo White report, which unfortunately is the part of my reporting that I don't know the answer. But I think it comes down to – I think it will come down. We're not there yet. I think it will come down to what's in the report. Mm. Um, if it is really damning – and, of course, that is a real possibility. if it, And Mary Jo White's a serious former judge. So it, if it is really damning, um, then I think the NFL, if needed, would force him to sell, and that leaves an opening for Bezos. And regardless of whether it's Bezos or not, Snyder's out. Um, I, my gut is the way it's going. If there, if that report isn't so damning, it's a, he said, she said, and they can, they can, they can sweep it under a rug and we know the congressional hearings are over. Um, If he doesn't get his asking price, my gut would be that uh, you guys in the uh, DC, Maryland, Virginia area are stuck with Snyder.
4: Josh, sobering words and that just hurt my sides a little bit and I have have to go to the
2: any thoughts on Santa Claus's whereabouts while you're at it? I'm going to go kid, throw up a little bit. some kids listening. You could ruin their day, too.
4: <laughs> Wonderful. Josh, thank you so much with us. Great information, man. Thank, thank you. Thank you
2: for the time.
3: Yes, you're welcome. Thank you both. All thank right.
2: you. There's Josh Gossman with us on Grant and Danny. I uh, I told Darius and Ryan uh, through talkback during the interview at one point. I said, this guy's pipes are silly. Yeah, And then at the end of the interview, I said, This guy is silly,
4: but I hope he's wrong about everything. I hope he's dead wrong. (laughs) It sounds like you guys could be stuck with Dan Snyder forever. Thank you. So
2: that was something, huh? (laughs) Woo! Uh, React, next. Here we go. Phone lines open. We'll get to them as they come in. 800-636-1067 on Grant and Danny. The MGM National Harbor listener lines are yours. That interview is what we call the cold water
3: on us here in D.C. You're listening to the fan. I think it comes down to what's in the Mary Jo White report, which unfortunately is the part of my reporting that I don't know the answer, but I think it comes down to, I think it will come down. We're not there yet. I think it will come down to what's in the report. Mm. Um, if it is really damning. And of course that is a real possibility. If it, and, and Mary Jo White's a serious former judge. So it, if it is really damning, um, then I think the NFL, if needed, would force him to sell. And that leaves an opening for Bezos. And regardless of whether it's Bezos or not, Snyder's out. Um, I, my gut is the way it's going. If, there, if that report isn't so damning, it's a he said, she said, and they can, they can, they can sweep it under a rug. And we know the congressional hearings are over. Um, if he doesn't get his asking price, My gut would be that uh, you guys in the uh, D.C., Maryland, Virginia area are stuck with Snyder.
2: Welcome back. Grant and Danny on the fan. Sobering final words there from our guest, Josh Kosman, who just joined us from the New York Post. 25 years covering business lot of different directions we can take. We'll get to your calls in a second. 800-636-1067. A couple things I would say. Number one, look, if he's right and Snyder doesn't sell, and it's up to the Mary Joe White investigation, and if, if that's not going to be a death blow to him, that he's going to keep the team, then a lot of people are wrong. And a lot of people have been wrong for a long time. Mm. He's pretty much on his own, I would say, with what he's saying, which is not to say that he's wrong, but would you agree that there are very few people saying what he's saying right now? The
4: other person is also from his publication, right, who wrote the article uh, the other day over the weekend that we referenced where, hey, this isn't going great, and they're still hoping for the Bezos Hail Mary. But if we're we're just... M&M
2: counter style.
4: Uh-huh. There aren't many in that counter. Every
2: time a story comes out from a reputable person at a reputable place mm-hmm. about Dan Snyder and the sale, you put an M&M and he's going to sell. There are 100 M&Ms and there's like four in the counter with him that says, this is going really badly, actually, and it might take a Hail Mary.
4: Yeah, it's that story. AJ Perez had something where he's going, hey, but a little Perez bit of caution.
2: 52 M&Ms in the other one, too. Totally, I'm just but saying.
4: he's going to sell. I'm just trying to offer the example. We can count them on one hand. It's not very many. So it does. It stands out in that regard. That is not to belittle
2: or in any way uh, poke holes in what he's saying. I guess I'm just kind of keeping score on before we have to hide the sharp objects, Mm -hmm. everyone should acknowledge that there are still, as we speak today, a lot more people saying the opposite. That's number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, we ran out of time. The question I didn't get to ask him was, if he believes, you know, he's going to keep the team, he's going to continue to own the team. I was told a long time ago, and I still believe this to be the case Dan does just, he just doesn't have the money to own this team moving forward. There is a date coming a couple years down the road where he needs to make a payment back. He owes money to a bank and the league. and If he doesn't have the money to uh, actually make all those payments, where does it come from if he doesn't get a minority investor? Now, it could be that that is not correct, that that information, which is out there, that people float, and we've had a lot of guests on the show say as much that they are wrong. Maybe Dan's got plenty of money. But remember, he went from owning 60% of the team to 100% of the team, Uh something he'd never done before and will now in perpetuity. Had to take on a huge amount of debt to do that. He thought he was going to get public money for a stadium, which he's not getting. Now it looks like it's going to be private money for that stadium that he has to put up himself. So, again, speculative. But what if he can't afford it? How does that change the fact that he wants to continue to own the team? And then the last thing I'd say, Danny, and I want to get your responses to that interview, he answered a lot of questions as to why it could be wrong that Dan is selling, why the other owners might not be able to buy the team, mm-hmm. why they might not be able to get to $6 billion, why the team might not be worth $6.5 billion, those types of things. Uh-huh. We didn't spend a lot of time talking about what if Dan's just over this? I know that I can't convict anyone on this. Like, if I was in court and the best I had as a prosecutor is he stopped going to games, he's not around the facility, he's living in London a lot, that's all circumstantial and there's no smoking gun, but it ain't nothing. I mean, there has been a sea change, seemingly, in Dan's interest in this thing. Now, maybe it was short-term and momentary because he had to just hide while the getting was tough, and if that's the answer, okay. But... He acknowledged there is something to the fact that we've just seen a different, less engaged Dan Snyder since early last football season. And it appears to me like something changed. I personally think, my opinion is, I don't know why, he just kind of has decided, I don't need this anymore. Hmm. And there's no way to know that short of talking to him. Like that's not something we talked much about. It was more about No, it's true. He's not going to be able to get the 7 billion that was speculated, the 6 billion even that's talked about now. Okay, well, anything over 4.6 is a record. He got this thing for less than a bill to begin with. He can flip it for 5.8, I think, and still walk away, call himself a winner and eat tea and crumpets in London.
4: So to me the if if the pieces kind of fit on my not so fast theory, right? Which still leads to a sale, by the way. It's just that he's going to f- drag the NFL down with him. I think he's going to try to force the NFL to vote him out. And he still gets his money, and he wants to embarrass as many people as possible because he's small and petty and myopic and a tyrant. right? He still gets all the payday, but he also wants to make sure their dirty laundry gets aired because he thinks he's a victim. As recently as a couple of weeks ago, right you still have lawyers coming out and saying, this is all a conspiracy to drive him out of here and all that other nonsense uh, that I still think he believes right now this minute wherever he is, he thinks he's a victim of a bunch of reporting right which tells you everything you know about the tyrant in question to me, I think a PR person said, dude, you got to just lay low for a little while and it, then the pieces fit that makes sense to me Now if we go through all next year and he's not at games then and Why he's not is involved he anywhere to London. His dad's from there. I mean, he's got connections over there. I mean, I don't know. I can't explain all the stuff that this tyrant does. Why was he in the south of France all summer on on a yacht to avoid congressional testimony? I mean, why this billionaire acts the way that he does? Why does he have a house that's been on the market for five years at the exact same asking price when the world says that's not how much it's worth?
2: I get you saying it doesn't mean he's selling, but will you at least acknowledge that it appeared as if uh, his... Love for being around the team, or or the for the team,
4: change last year. Do you agree with that? Yeah, on the surface, that's exactly what it appears that's like. That's Kind of what I'm, without talking question, about. that's indisputable. But it also could appear to a, to somebody looking at it. You, some person could say six. Someone could go, well, that's half a dozen. This is a great PR move to lay low. while the heat's on you because now it's all passing over. Nobody's bothering him at this point. And, and I, I he, and, and Josh brought up that they're he, not bothering because he's selling, maybe because that, that's the whole point is that. But you, if he if, stops selling, they might start bothering. They might him again. start again. But right now we're we're in no hurry. The league meetings could come and go. He didn't have to go to those. He's not being bothered to do anything. He's just sort of sitting back there, floating stories out to, you know, whatever it is, the Financial Times or Forbes or whomever about all oh, the offers are so huge, seven billion, six billion, just throwing numbers out there when he's kind of created this impossible scenario.
2: Let's see what people think. You guys heard the interview, 800-636-1067. Josh Kosman just joined us from the New York Post. Poured some cold water on the idea that this sale's definitely happening. Want to see where you guys are at now that you heard that right here on The Fan. When is the Mary Joe White investigation coming out? It's been over a year. We're still waiting. Could be massive. Could be the end game. Dan Snyder could be done, or if if there's not a lot in it, could be a real big problem for Operation New Owner. Let's go to Kevin in Arlington. Welcome back. Grant and Danny on the fan. You can call us at 800-636-1067. What's up, Kevin?
5: Hey, fellas. Great interview. Good job. Thank you, buddy. So these are a couple points I want to make. Uh, contrary to what he said, it's not just contingent on Mary Joe White's investigative report, the NFL call for about a year ago. Okay. Dan lacks both the financial and, as important, the political capital needed to get the permission, funding contributions potentially from any DMB jurisdiction. We saw them all walk away from him. Okay. To me, guys like this reporter are being fed the, he may not sell talking points by like Snyder and Mary intermediaries, to possibly scare bidders like Bezos to meet his price. Because, again, using uh, Danny's real estate home inspection metaphor, location, location, location. Denver is not D.C. Mm -hmm. We have the media market-wise. We have the government influence. You know, as Sean Payton said, D.C. is one of a half dozen pillar franchises, a story franchise. It can be, again, this is an incredible opportunity for a a billionaire with foresight. That's my case.
4: So I wonder if those municipalities, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, that all said no stadium-wise, I wonder if Snyder comes back and says, has his Wolf of Wall Street moment for the sake of argument, going, I'm not leaving. Maybe you have to deal with me now. Right? Because I think a lot of reasons to not want to deal with him is we're not bailing you out. We're not saving you. If you're on your way out, we're not doing this. I'm not saying D.C. would change their mind, but like. They didn't say no because they thought he was selling, though. When they
2: said no, the sale wasn't even twinkling anybody's eye yet. I think the other is more possible, though, which is to say that they could have some leverage in the other direction with the league if Virginia, Maryland, or D.C. said, hey, with another owner, we'd be willing to kick in some money, which is actually more realistic to me. Mm-hmm. And that speaks to the reason I asked about the $150 million in cash, and he, he was quick to kind of get ahead of it, was right now they make $150 million in cash. And yes, and you've talked a lot about this, you're going to have to dump money into the stadium, the stadium's going to include the, the new facility. There's going to be a lot of expenditures quickly, obviously. But you make your money back on that. I'm trying to remember who we had on way back at the beginning of this, whether it was Van Nado or someone in, from the ESPN reporting that was uh-huh. being done about why this was a sleeping giant, as they called it. And the point was there's nothing you make money back on faster than an indoor NFL stadium at this point with carpet, where you can basically have concerts. Year-round college football soccer high school tournament you, you do whatever you want and for that reason I, I I don't think that someone with billions of dollars who's one of the best business people or or successful business people in America to get to the point where you can buy an NFL team is gonna look at this and not and, and care about like the first year how much money they make it's it's like opening a restaurant you better have a long game to it you you will be printing money. It's football. It's the NFL. You're owning an NFL team. Look at Dan Snyder. He's the example. Mm-hmm. Thirty years of doing a really terrible job, and all he did was get six times as much as what he bought it for. Plus, let's go to Shane in DC on Grant and Danny. Hey, Shane.
3: Hey, good job, Commander Danny. And hey, look, and Grant. Hey, thanks. Here's the thing. I we need to we need to start celebrating a parade. I think this need needs a parade now uh that's the best news this city's heard in a long time uh i think that's a great move uh now we can you know there's a lot of people out there like me that boycotted uh got rid of decision season tickets because of uh dennis snyder especially in the last couple of years but here's the thing you guys are talking about the quarterback too situation i'm going to touch on one quick thing you guys are sleeping on hendon hooker at the university of tennessee uh i mean there's other quarterbacks in this draft class that are going to go but uh i think he's going to be the gymnast in, in this class but it's great news for
2: D.C., fellas. Well, I mean, Thank you, Shane. I, I don't know if he, he misheard what was said. He might have jumped in right at the end of the interview. We're we talking about the enemy <laughs> right there. <laughs> the enemy might be good news. Uh, we we were talking to Cosman of the New York Post, who's of the belief that Dan is not selling for the record. Now, maybe he thinks that's the great news, although he did acknowledge that he got rid of his tickets uh, because he was out on Dan Snyder. So I'm, I'm confused about the front part of the call. I think he wanted to mention Hendon Hooker. We got that in, and Henan Hooker had a hell of a college career at Tennessee about the injury. after Virginia Tech, and that was sad that he got hurt. I'm with you, bro. He's a talent. Where he goes in the draft is going to be fascinating. I think he'll probably be, I don't know, second, late, maybe early, third, fourth round. I could something.
4: see a sneaky Lamar Jackson situation where someone takes him at 32 or something like that, trades back in to get that extra year, coming I mean, off an shocked. injury, right?
2: I guess that's possible. I, I haven't really dug enough into the, the back of the draft, but good luck to him. Seriously, rooting for him. I can't worry about him coming back from the ACL for a year right now. But, uh, yeah, the question we're asking you guys at 800-636-1067 is, you just heard the interview with Kossman. He thinks Dan Snyder could be playing a long game here where he's just trying to drag this out so he can keep the team. Uh, Are you concerned? Are you worried? Do you buy any of what he's selling? This is the fan.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.